What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Multiverse Monologues, the podcast show where we like to travel across the multiverses and fandoms that we love to talk about the movies and television shows that accompany those universes. And today we are very, very sadly taking a step away from the MCU and the Marvel movie marathon to talk about a movie that is much maligned in the superhero community, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, that is the movie for the discussion today. I am your co-host, Ben Rayside, and today, joining me as always, as we journey through the multiverse of Marvel films, is first and foremost, Mr. Ethan Westloff. Ethan, how are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm happy to be back in this room with you too, and I'm happy to talk about about this topic. You know, years before... Robert Pattinson downed the cowl and became vengeance. Nicolas Cage did in this movie, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. So yeah, much like this movie versus the Batman, I'm excited. (laughs) Much better movie. I think we've got a contender here. Would you say so, Mr. Micah Hatz? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty great. And, you know, uh, going into this movie... I, I I was I was very excited. I mean, we have the minds of David S. Goyer, manning the helm, writing this fantastic movie, and we see the bits of masterpiece that are Heath Ledger's Joker in Nick Cage's performance as Ghost Rider. <laughs> and I just want to say, this movie is. Uh, I'm going to give my score out early. It's a whoa. There is a one whoa. in the score. Oh, there may be a zero. Whether oh. it's before or after the zero is before or after the decimal. We will okay. see. We will okay. see. We'll see. Is, is it is it a one or is it a ten? You people are in for a treat. You're gonna find out. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> it's also I would consider it a treat if you would go over to the YouTube channel and give us a subscribe. We're 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 seeing some steady steady growth on the YouTube channel as of late. So consider checking us out there. We've got a bunch of cool videos as well as a bunch of podcasts on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So feel free to go check those out. Show support. Leave a review, and if so, we will read that on our weekly show. But without further ado, gentlemen, let's open our sling rings and head over to Nick Cage's Ghost Rider universe once again. There's good and bad in all of us. Some demons you just can't escape. I need your help. The devil has a new form more powerful than he's ever known. Save the world and lift your curse. I'm not afraid of you. This should be. The rider's coming. Hell yes. So, Spirit of Vengeance, is it any good? I, I normally don't do this right from the outstart, but I'd like to know what the reviews are saying. And as always... Micah has curated all of the scores across all of the media outlets, Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, the audience scores to curate a one central uh, ranking as far as like movies and television goes. But for Spirit of Vengeance, I'd like to know what the IMDb score is, the Rotten Tomatoes score and the overall critics consensus. Yeah, um, everyone is pretty well uh, in agreement that this movie is subpar we'll Mm. say that Um, Rotten Tomatoes critic gives it an 18 audience is a 31 Metacritic gives it a 34 Metacritic audience gives it a 42 
Uh, then we have IMDb at a 4.3 and Letterbox at a 3.8. Wow. So 3.8 is actually Letterboxd not bad. Letterbox is a little, little high there. Huh? Hold on. What? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I forget. Letterbox, I do uh, times two to just get it in the nice average. So uh, 19, 1. 1.9. 1.9. It's a 1.9. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot so, more sense. So uh, average across the board, we're sitting at about uh, a 34%. Hmm. Okay. All right. And if you guys don't know, Rotten Tomatoes rates it a little differently. Metacritic does a little differently where they do uh, acceptance. Like, is it good or bad? Right. A- audience approval. It's it's not a, a score out of 10. It's a percentage of approval. So, it, overall, this movie has been critically panned, you know, thrown in the trash. Let me see what the, uh, what the monies look like here. We have uh, the first movie. Its box office was two hundred and twenty-nine million dollars, uh, with a budget of one hundred twenty million. Okay. This movie had a budget of, get this, fifty-seven million dollars. Whoa! They cut the budget a ton. Yes, uh, less than what is that? Less than a third. Okay. Of the budget, uh, no, no, a little less than half. A little less than half. My math was a bit wrong. Okay. Um, and it made a hundred and fifty million. Hmm. So. Uh, it's still it despite, made its money back. Despite the low budget, or because of the low budget, it actually made more profit proportionately huh. than the first movie. The first movie made uh, just a little less than double of its budget, and this one made two and a half times its budget. Okay. I so wonder this if that, technically was a commercial success. I wonder if that had to do with the 3D aspect of it, the tickets being more expensive and... Uh, that may that may be due to it's a, a little bit of a success, but much critically maligned. So, for those, I, you know, I've actually never met anyone who has seen Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance. So, Ethan, if you would be so kind as to recap this movie for our uninitiated, this was one of the movies I didn't even know existed. Did you guys know that Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance exists? I knew the first one existed. I did. Was I this- don't- you did, Ben. You knew that this I, yes. this movie existed and I'm, that it released between Captain America and the Avengers. Now that I didn't know, but it's I know insane. of this. Yeah. Like I, all of the Marvel movies, I'm aware of their existence. It's just I've never taken the time of day to sit down and watch them. That's why this is so cool that we're doing. Even if we get duds like Elektra and Hulk. Yeah, it, it seems like every. Um, chronological year for release dates we have to have at least one at least one stinker so far we haven't had a year where everything's all just peak movies Uh, we're getting there yeah we're we're getting there we've had uh just years where there was only single movies that came out uh 2002 had blade 2 and spider-man 2 those were highly rated 2014 is going to be 2014 is going to be good uh, I think 2013 is no, that's got Dark World. But Ethan, if yeah. you if you could you read sum the summary for us, yes. Yeah, so the, the the directors of Ghost Rider: Spirit Events are Mark Neveldine and Brian Taylor, and this movie has has some very interesting writing credits on it. We have Scott M. Gimbel, who is the executive producer for the Walking Dead universe, and he has been for a while. Then we have Seth Hoffman, and then we have David S. Goyer. Who, if you're not familiar with David S. Goyer, we basically, if you've liked something that has come out in DC and is Batman related in the past 10, 15 years, David or S. Goyer or Superman, yeah. yeah, David S. Goyer had a hand on that. So it's <laughs> it is very funny that he also had a hand in this movie, which is about what 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 is this movie about? Let's see, Johnny Blaze, a man who made a deal with the devil. 
uh, is on the run trying to make sure no one is harmed by his alter ego, the Ghost Rider. He's approached by a monk named Moreu, who tells him that he can help that he can help free him of this rider curse. But first, he needs Johnny's help to protect a boy whom Rourke plans. Rourke is uh, the name of the devil in this movie. He plans to take him to, I don't know what this concludes, helps to take him human form. I don't know. Whoever typed this synopsis put as much effort as the guys did who wrote the script. <laughs> Whoa, are you saying that you don't like this critically maligned movie, Ethan? Uh, yes, I think we are all hinting at that. And we're not we're not even hinting at this point. We yeah. uh, just basing on our body language and uh What's funny is, can is see. so this 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 is one of the movies movies on this list where we all watched together. <laughs> Movie ended and I'm like, that was that was horrible. Is it number four that we've seen together? Yes. Are we keeping track? How yes. the Duck, Fantastic yep. Four, um, X Men Origins, class. Wolverine. No, no, X Men First Class. Yeah, I watched Origins with you, but Ben was not. That's there. right. That's right. First, First class, class was and then together. This movie. And then this. Yep. But anyway, this movie finished. I'm like, oh my goodness, and then. Little do I realize, Micah is rewinding it. <laughs> Micah, why did you have to rewind the end of this movie? Uh, I may or may not have slept in the last five minutes of this movie. Uh, I, I tried real hard, boys. Uh, but when it's a dark room and that ugh, that comfy couch cuddled up right next to Ben, well, I was snoozing right there. <laughs> Listen, you work in the morning, you work your eight-hour day, and you have to go home to watch Spirit of Vengeance? Peak cinema? Like... This movie is so dense, so terrible, so (laughs) terrible. It is so bad. It might just be the worst movie we've seen on the watch through yet. I'm, I'm, I'm so interested to hear the scores because whether a movie is good or bad, I always am interested to hear where this places in our ranking. And we have a contender here, not for the best, not for the most mid, but for the worst movie, I think. In our watch through so far. This was atrocious. This was an atrocious film. Halfway through, I actively, we looked at the runtime. There was a half an hour left. And even I sitting there was flabbergasted that I had to sit another 30 minutes and watch this movie. You know, speaking of rankings, there is one ranking that I forgot to mention in our lists. And uh, if you guys don't know, Hollywood Reporter yep, put out a, yep. a list ranking all of the Marvel movies. Uh, they, they put out 70 Movies. It was before um, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever came out. And um, if this isn't in the bottom five, I'm going to be pissed. It's not in the bottom five. What? How about bottom 10? Bottom 10. Yes. Both Ghost Riders are in the bottom 10. Ghost Rider is 60. Where do you guys think Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is at? 63. Ooh, close. 62. 62. Wow. What a a man. So just... (laughs) Below Daredevil is Ghost Rider. Just below Ghost Rider is Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. Just below that is Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. And just below Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is Ben's favorite movie, The Punisher. Oh, it was not that bad. Mm, According to Hollywood Reporter, which I trust this list very much. Oh, I'm going to Silver Surfer. Oh, oh yeah, Silver Surfer wasn't bad. I like that movie, man. It's not the best, for sure. Never mind. I rated it bad. I thought it was bad. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that one. You know know what's underneath The Punisher, though, is Fantastic Fantastic Four, the the old one huh. that we already reviewed, and that one we we thought was pretty good. Um, well, comparatively, 
then the Fantastic Four is underneath that, the 1994 one, and then below that is Elektra. Hmm. And that's the movie that I like to see how close we are to uh, to comparing. Because what what is our lowest film right now? Elektra. At? At a 2.6. Right. Yeah, can you name the bottom five films? Bottom five, yes, yeah, sir. Let me uh, reorganize my list here. So, bottom five. Wow, we have twenty. This is the twenty-sixth movie, 26. guys. Six. We have Elektra, Howard the Duck, Daredevil, Hulk, and Fantastic Four as the Silver Surfer in mm. uh, okay. uh, ascending order. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna see where this movie shakes out, but you know, j- just to get the ball rolling here. This is going to be very holiday special esque because this the first Ghost Rider I would say has some redeeming qualities. Mm. Would you guys say that? Maybe yeah. not, Ethan. Yeah. Where did Where did first Ghost Rider fall? First Ghost Rider for us uh, landed at fifteenth place. Okay. Um, sure. Ethan, you gave it a four and a half. You weren't too too keen on it. Ben, you gave it a six, and I gave it a seven point eight, giving our score a six point one out of ten, which isn't that bad of a movie uh, i think that it had some great parts to it the the jokes were actually written in there instead of just lazily thrown in i feel ethan i'm sure you can even you can say you, you didn't like the first ghost rider right but would you say that it at least had jokes in it i'd say that there were elements there to were where bad you could consider liking it yeah yeah but this there were some elements yeah. of nick caginess <laughs> right, so in the first right. movie yeah did did Nick it Cage matter was, that it was Nick Cage in this movie at all? He was very unhinged, and it no, it didn't matter at mm. all. This whatever they did, it, can we just let's just talk about how this movie was shot? So it was oh, mer- yeah. very much shot. So if anyone listening and you two guys have worn a VR before, yeah. you know how you get motion sickness after wearing a VR. Yeah, that's how I felt ten minutes into this movie. I felt like I had to take the VR goggles off. My my head was hurting just watching this movie because they shot it in a in a way that. Uh, this movie was meant to be in 3D, mm-hmm. right? It was, it was very clear just by the way a lot of the shots were framed, and it was like uh, like last week when uh, the the Red Skull's car pulled up into our faces. It was very <laughs> much like that. Touch it. Yeah, but the whole movie, and I, it also felt shaky cam was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's not a good lead into this. Like everything mm-hmm. was a handheld shot. Every single shot, even if it was. Just a, a a sitting shot, just a wide, whatever, normal, uh, full frame. What, I don't know what the technical terms are, but it was all, um, I think they're called vertigo shots based on the Alfred Hitchcock movie Vertigo, mm. where they walk backwards while zooming in at the same time to bring the back forward. And then they just go right back into where it was to give it this sort of perspective to make it look better in 3D, make it look more interesting. It's... If you guys have seen Spider-Man No Way Home, listeners, I'm sure you guys have, um, when Peter Parker has the Spider-Sense going on, that's a vertigo shot where the back kind of does that thing. So uh, they did that so often in just unnecessary scenes at the beginning of this movie that it made it hard to watch. If you're focused on the editing in a movie, then the editor did a bad job. Editing should seem seamless. It should not be as noticeable as it is in this movie. And sometimes when you watch a YouTuber, for example, and the YouTube video is happening, you can see that the editor will throw some fun flares in there, like the editor is playing around. Yeah. And I felt that with this movie, especially with some cutaway sequences. Specifically, there is a sequence where, uh, so, so there's a young boy in this movie, and he asked Ghost Rider, what if you are in Ghost Rider form 
and you have to urinate, right? And Ghost Rider proceeds to, uh, Nick Cage proceeds to tell this man, uh, well, it would, I suppose. This little boy. This little boy. He's like, I suppose it would be like a fire hydrant. So then Nick Cage, so they're on a truck, right? They're on a truck on a highway to set the stage. Go look it up. If uh, you're very curious, go look it up. But they're on a truck and he leans over. He's like, he like grabs his crotch a little and he's like, I'd probably, it probably looks something like this. But then there's a cutaway. And <laughs> it is this boy imagining Nick Cage in Ghost Rider form uh, shooting uh, fire urine everywhere. Like and a flamethrower. He, tur- he turns around and he gives him like a, like a soap, like a. <laughs> hey, what if you have to pee when you're on fire? Oh, it's awesome. It's like a flamethrower. I couldn't even believe I saw that for the first time. Like, him doing that, I was like, this can't be real. He's peeing fire. It was in in the the trailer, too. What? That's crazy that would include that scene in the trailer. There were, every single time they did one of those cutaways where it was some sort of animated part or when there was that handshake where it kind of looked like the Pink Floyd album cover. You guys mm. see that one, Wish You Were Here, where it's yeah. a dude on fire and then a dude not on fire and they're shaking hands. That, um, and then there was just the exposition stuff at the beginning where it was talking about how, uh, the first movie, but not the first movie. It was really weird. They, they were explaining... Ghost Rider's origin, but it was not Ghost Rider's origin as we saw in the first movie. It was very different. Very. Um, I feel like they switched some things up. They yeah. did switch some things. They, they changed his origin, much like with um, the two Punisher movies we watched on this watch through. Also, which, a Marvel Knights. Also, Marvel Knights. Yes, the, those had very different origin stories that we saw revealed in the second movie, but it also had a completely different actor hmm. portraying the role. This is still Nick Cage, so I don't know why they uh, they. Well, that's the least of my concerns, the change of his origin, because I did think that the origin in the first one was stupid, because the whole dilemma of Ghost Rider is, I can't believe I sold my soul to the devil, but in the first movie, the devil tricks him into it anyway, so Nick Cage should have no remorse over signing the deal with the devil because he was tricked into it. Right. Oh, man. I, I, lo- I looked up the uh, Marvel Knights cinematic universe to see like what <laughs> what movies uh, oh, were all under this Marvel Knights um, uh, logo, right? And uh, it, it looks like the the trolls have gotten to the the Wikimedia page because <laughs> our, our list goes: Punisher, Elon Musk, Sonic the Hedgehog two, <laughs> Morbius, the Punisher to be announced film, Punisher Warzone two, <laughs> Minions Rise of Gru, and American Psycho. So uh, American Psycho, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, the amazing Quandale Dingle, uh, Daredevil without fear, yeah. <laughs> There, but I believe I in... I, I think it's just the Punisher Warzone, the Punisher. No, it's just Punisher just Warzone, Punisher Warzone and, and Ghost Rider Ghost Spirit Rider? Was Daredevil part of it? No? No. Not, it okay. was not. It's just those two, and it was only ever those two. Mm. Nothing ever comes of the Marvel Knights. And what's interesting about this, this movie is so maligned that the rights reverted instantly back to Marvel Studios within a matter of months. They messed up <laughs> so badly that it went straight back to Marvel Studios and basically they aren't going to do That's anything. That's the first time we've seen that happen. Like, movies have failed. Oh, yeah, they really is have. just two movies mm-hmm. confirmed. And, and we'll yeah. never see that logo again, probably. Nope. 
I doubt that we'll ever go back to that. No, I don't think we'll ever do the uh, West Coast Avengers where it's Marvel Knights adjoined. I don't know. Because as of right now, I think cinematic rights are held by Sony, Disney, you know, the MCU, and then Universal. partially Universal. Yeah, mm. with the Hulk. So, uh, yeah, Marvel Knights is dead. They're done. I'm fine with that because the two movies we got are absolutely atrocious. Now, so. have any of you guys seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I am actually, I just, I've seen the first season and I'm currently re-watching it. Are you referring to Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider in I Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I did hear that Ghost Rider is in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I just haven't seen it yet. He is, yes. And what, what, have you seen him in the show yet? I've seen clips, but I haven't seen the specific mm. parts of him. Yeah, I would like to see a Johnny Blaze in the MCU. Like, I would love for Ghost sure. Rider because because the character of Ghost Rider is such a cool concept. Mm-hmm. A flaming like this this could be done so well, especially now. And that's part of the problem because we I mean we just got off of Captain America, a superhero that you know by definition should be kind of hard to make a film about. You know, you could go World War Two, but this is a this is a superhero in World War. II. I mean, it's kind of hard to make a movie about him, uh, Thor especially. And they nail those movies, man. They nail the heart, and then we get a movie like this, this far into superheroes as a genre iron man it can't fall on you know Warzone being iron man came out you know earlier this year no iron man came out three three years ago like and and movies like this are well, still to getting be fair, turned out good movies have always been good movies even a old movie that is good you know it's still still good and still holds up in certain ways so the, even even that is an excuse like oh the superhero movie standard wasn't up to par yet you still should never have a movie like this ever <laughs> good point great point because the the atrocities that this film commits and this it reminds me of films like electra mm-hmm. like hulk in the past of just having the most random daredevil daredevil yeah. the daredevil. most random villains and moments that just you know, whatever. Like the devil turns that one guy into a blonde, you know, like almost like a gray. So, yeah, there like there was about there's a point in this movie because we, we watched the trailer before this movie, so it set us up. It's like, all right, this is what the plot is gonna be. Yeah, they like, tell us in the, the trailer. greatest movie I've ever seen. So yeah. we're like cause just watching the trailer, you're like, okay, that looks like there are some cool, maybe cool action sequences in this. At least we'll get that. And then it's it's probably like three minutes into the movie when you realize Oh, this is going to be terrible. And it was that quick. And like that blonde thing happening, that that dude being transformed into whatever the zombie. I didn't even care about that because my I had just checked out. I stopped caring about everything that far into the movie because, you know, for the first like 10, 50 movies, you're like, you're still open. You're still like, all right, buy me <laughs> into this world. I'm excited to see what you have to offer. But then once that flops, everything else is going to fail after that. And, and there are movies that begin, and movies on our list that aren't as well received by us, that begin with full-on action. We see Punisher Warzone, I think it was. Yeah, that that one yep. began at the manor, right? <laughs> yep. And I thought I think that's a comparable uh, beginning where you can well not comparable, but you can say this is how you do it a little bit better. Even if it's a, it is a bad movie, right? Yeah. So let people know right away this movie's gonna suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Punisher Warzone, you say, okay, well, at least we got a, a feeling for what this movie's gonna be. We see that there's gonna be a lot of gore, a lot of violence, a lot of shooting. That's good. No, it, it, violence that makes sense because in Ghost Rider, 
There's no stakes. This guy's gonna Ghost Rider's invincible. He he doesn't die. He doesn't get hurt in any way because it doesn't affect him in battle. And it would be better if this movie like didn't take itself seriously. And mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of reviews that say, "Oh, it's just fun. You can't take it too seriously." Ghost Rider has a peeing scene. It wasn't fun. Yeah, okay, that's fine. And there are moments where legitimately like he goes off the rails, but then you have a scene where he sits down with Idris Elba in the and then like that uh, cave system and he's talking about the choice, the decision with his father and they get serious and you're like I feel none of this. This is horrible. Like, I do not care about your motivation at all. You're wasting screen time. Show me Ghost Rider lighting up. And even those scenes, because of how terrible the movie is, fall so flat. It's an embarrassment of a movie. It is so bad that in 2011, and I, I, I like what you said. I like you correcting me. Good movies are good movies. Something like this should never, ever be made. Ever. Uh, one thing that compelled us all to watch it together was we were like, oh, it's only an hour 30 minutes. But they really work to make that an hour 30 minutes oh, because yeah. you feel it, it is stretched. And there are sequences that are 100% added in in post of Nick Cage narrating something or even these random uh, shots that d- doesn't fit with the rest of the movie. It's like it fades to an all black background and it's just this guy running it's like what's the what's the studio requirement they they think this movie had to be an hour and a half yeah it had to be an hour and a half they were filling in this runtime with what you what you were saying these animated just low budget whatever 2d things and it looks like it looks like the um the the creepypasta videos you'll see on youtube where they just throw together whatever to go along with the this is the story of Slender Man. Whatever stupid you will, horror yeah, it, story they're it telling. It was like they, they forgot to deliver the exposition fully enough through the characters. So they had to do these weird creepypasta yeah. three-minute segments to catch you up. the exposition was so bad. Oh, it was awful. Nick Cage would, he would say... The, every single cliche line, I bet you're wondering why I went here, and <laughs> oh, and this is what happened next, and then I was bare bottom in the air in my motorcycle, oh, and then I my dad died, and oh, that wasn't even in the first movie with the, the butt thing. That jump was in the first movie, but he yeah. wasn't half naked. Well, they added so many weird things. Every decision they make in this movie just further proves that they didn't have a plan going in every scene that nick cage is in like i know he can be eccentric and weird but this movie i feel like he almost takes it to another level because there's the scene where he's like he has that guy pinned up against a wall it's kind of like the first one and he's acting joker-esque he's like there's this guy and he's in my body i I got these cars and he's hungry and he's hungry like I'm going to play the clip, but it's, it is so, it's such a bad piece of acting. And again, it just reaffirms the point that why are we having Nicolas Cage of all actors play Ghost Rider of all characters? I must have told you about that thing that killed his man last night, huh? Yeah? That thing is inside of me. See, you're a bad man. And this thing, the writer, he feeds on them and he's hungry. He's hungrier than he's been years, and that's why I'm shaking. Because right now, the only thing standing between you and the rider is me. And he's just 
doesn't fit. It worked better in the first movie when they actually played into him being Nick Cage. They actually 3D scanned his skull for the first movie and put it on Ghost Rider so it's Nick Cage as Ghost Rider. Yes. He loves the character Ghost Rider. He has a tattoo of him on his arm or something, right? And for this movie, they didn't even use the same scan for the skull. Yeah. They, I, totally I don't know why. Re a redesigned... They, Threw everything out Outfit. the window from the first movie and created this Marvel Knights version where, sure, it looked cooler, where he had the ashy-looking skull. It was burned. It was charred. And then the leather was bubbling on his coat. Those were pretty sick. That's the only thing I can say was cool about this movie was that single 20-second clip of his close-up on, on the coat. None of the action was good. None of the fight scenes were good. None of the car scenes were interesting at all. None of the character moments were moments at all. None of the uh, none of the plot points made any sense. There was no correlation between the beginning and the Indeed. end. You don't know the motive of why he's even trying to get rid of his powers because in the first movie, they they give him the opportunity to get rid of his powers and he chooses not to in spite of the devil. He's like, I'm not going to get rid of my powers because I will use them for whatever. I forget what it was. It doesn't matter. But I remember he had that choice in the first movie. And he wanted to spend time with his girlfriend or something instead. And that girlfriend's not even in this movie Eva at all. Eva Mendes, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she was asked to return and decided, you know what? I'm good. Mm -hmm. Good. But someone else, good for someone her. else who <laughs> was set to return was Peter Fonda, who played Mephistopheles in the first one, a.k.a. The Devil. He was offered to return. He read the first five pages of the script <laughs> and he said, nah, I'm good. <laughs> That's kind of how we were, too, when we started watching this. We, we read we, the first, we watched five, the first right. five pages and um, we were pretty much clocked out. Something tells me that even the studio knew how bad this movie only gave was. Him, what, 57 million? Because listen, listen to this. This movie was not screened for test audiences. Wow. Usually, for those who don't know, a movie, any type of movie, is screened before it releases, you know, well into its production. It may not be finished, but it's screened and tested for audiences, and they can give input, you know, that scene maybe doesn't, because while you're making a film, it's different than when you're just going to sit down and watching it for the first time. This movie did not go through that process at all, and you can you can tell, but it seems like the the creators are aware of how bad this movie is and just pushed it out this was a, an accidental success i cannot believe it made as much money as it did because it is so horrible and unless there's anything else you guys have to say about this horrible movie we can jump into favorite characters if if we have anything, <laughs> what year did this come out? 2000... 2011, December, 11. I believe, right? Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, I have I have February seventeen, two thousand twelve. That's right. It did the trailers yeah. did show February. So yeah, yeah two thousand twelve. So I'm I'm looking at three D was huge at the time, right? Mm -hmm. Avatar came out two years prior. What movies were three D in two thousand eleven? That's what I'm looking at here. Uh, I'm seeing Green Lantern. Oof. I'm seeing Puss in Boots. I'm seeing Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Peak. 
I'm seeing Actually, Deathly Hollows Part 2, Happy Feet 2, Hugo, Cars 2. Uh, like, nothing's... Uh, Captain America was in 3D for a little bit. Nothing's really coming to me saying, all right, this... Oh, Thor was back in theaters for 3D. Transformers. When, Dark, when did uh, Spy Kids 3D come yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't even know. When was that? That, that? That's a staple of the childhood right there. Spy Kids 3D. Three. Oh, wow. There was a Spy Kids movie <laughs> that came out in... Um, yeah, All the Time in the World came out in 2011, it looks like. Hmm. Uh, the Smurfs came out in 2011. Not much in the way... Oh, Kung Fu Panda 2. Lots of hmm. kids' movies... Not too many adult movies or geared towards uh, more grown-up peoples. Mm. But I was just trying to find some reason why this made so much money. I, I don't see it. I don't see the appeal. It's got to be the 3D. There, it's got to because we it didn't see it, and there are shots that go like that. But maybe they work in 3D, so maybe this, people went back. This movie was shot in 2D. It wasn't shot for 3D. Oh. I just found that out right now. Well, they really, they did a lot to make it look and like the, it was the shot 3D, in 3D. The yeah. 3D was actually uh, uh, criticized for not being good. So it wasn't the <laughs> 3D. That, uh, what was it say? Rolling Stone called it a dreadful mess, a dishwater full, a dull sequel to the hellishly bad 2007 original, and he never seen worse 3D. Yeah. That's hellishly is a good adjective for this fair. movie. So it's a horrible movie, but is is there something that we can take out of it? Micah, is there is there a character that you find in this movie possibly? I mean, you can say no, but is there a character that is your favorite in Ghost Rider? It's almost an obligation to ask that at this Ghost point. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Don't clear. Don't Vengeance. mix yep, it up yep, with yep, the peak. Yep. That is the first one. First one, yep. Let's, the uh, first let's one explain, was compared to this. Let's explain why it's called Spirit of Vengeance. Micah, would you, oh, since yeah. you got to rewatch this part of the movie. So it's called Spirit of Vengeance because uh, uh, a part of this movie talks about the lore of the devil powers that were granted upon Nick Cage's uh, Ghost Rider. And there's a spirit of... Um, Justice, justice, a yes. blue flame, blue flame that was once in heaven and then fell. It's an angel. Yeah, no, it was an angel. Yes. That fell to hell and uh, was condemned and became the spirit of vengeance. And that is the power that is inflicted on Ghost Rider. Uh, at the end of the movie, we see that he now has blue flame and it's daylight out. At the beginning of the movie, we see that he can't go out in the light and use his Ghost Rider abilities. So at the end of the movie, it's daytime out. He uses his blue flame and heals the devil kid, Danny, dude. And uh, who also has the powers of Satan and was able to grant the powers of the Ghost Rider back to Ghost Rider when he lost the powers earlier in the movie because he communion. had them taken him out through communion. Yes. Which this movie fully acknowledges that Christ is real. Right? That's right. Is you that know, what it does? Praise God. This is Amen. our, our yes. second or third movie about, uh, that uh, proclaims the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. What do we have? Daredevil? Gosh. <laughs> Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Ugh. I think those are all of our movies so far. Praise be. If you want some truly peak religious superhero television, go watch the Netflix Jesus Revolution. <laughs> or Jesus Revolution. Yeah, but, it's hard to say which one's better, but... Uh, I think for me, I have a clear yeah. winner. <laughs> yeah. who, who is it? I think Jesus Revolution, uh, 
is, is a bit better. <laughs> so do you guys have a scene in this movie that no. right when you saw that scene, you're like, yeah, this movie sucks. Oh, Instead oh, of favorite um, scene, let's do yeah, that. Let's That's do this. a good one. Yep. The scene where you're like, oh, yeah. I think the one that I slept through? This was hot trash. <laughs> to me, the yeah. scene that really solidified what kind of movie this was going to be was when he uh, hops in the crane. Oh. Or whatever it was. It was a big saw, I guess. Big saw blade. It looked, it looked like one of those um, uh, water things. Uh, the like aqua-powered uh, electric things. The the mills. A mill. Yeah. It looked yep. like a mill. Yep. So I had the buckets on the end, right? And it just caught on fire. <laughs> so, yes. it is. A st- was it established in this movie? Or was it established in the last movie that... Uh, whatever we'll say this movie that anything that Ghost Rider hops in and drives becomes yeah. a big flaming that was the horse. vehicle. There was the horse, but that was the other Ghost Rider. Yeah, I can't think of a one. But no, he hops in a crane, and the VFX and the way that it was shot and Ghost Rider's mannerisms while operating the crane really. That's when I'm like, all right, this is. That's probably 30 minutes into the movie. That's when I, I checked out and I was like, when is this going to be over? I don't care anymore. For and me, I never cared. Yeah, but no. that's when it was established. All right, I can throw this in the trash. Mm. For me, it was much sooner than that. It was it, like they, you could just tell. And unfortunately, this is, I'm going to pin Idris Elba on this one. Shout out to Idris Elba. He's in this movie. You know, he's, he's a second appearance on this watch through. You know, he played mm-hmm. Heimdall just a few short years ago and he's he's fallen <laughs> far from that. In a much better movie, Thor. <laughs> Go check that podcast out. We had fun with that. But um, it, he, his accent and mannerisms and dialogue, what he's written for, told me everything I needed to know about this movie because Idris Elba is a great actor. He's great. We yeah. know this. And if this is what is to come, I know that Nick Cage is, you know, definitely not going to come up to the caliber that Idris Elba is. And Idris Elba set the bar low. So I don't think partially it's his fault. I think he saw the paycheck and was like, all right, I'm going to have fun. And I can't blame the guy for that, you know? So. But for me, it was during those first scenes, and as well as how it was shot, dude. It just, just a terrible, terrible opening sequence. But Micah, what would you say? What what scene really solidified it for you? Real quick, while we're on Andrew Selba, uh, he he's referenced as a Frenchman about halfway through the movie, and <laughs> we had already been in multiple scenes with him. At no point did I ever say, "Oh, being French, that's one of his." His um, characteristics. Yep. That is one of his defining traits. No, I, I never thought that. Only after that, when I started paying attention to what his accent truly was, he had an inflection on one word, and I was able to say, oh, okay, that's where the French is coming from. I guess they're trying to do that, right? I, yeah. <laughs> Remember, it was during the wine yep. scene. Yep. Uh, maybe three-quarter of the way through the movie. Oof. Uh, for me... Uh, going back to the the one scene where uh, they're on, I don't even know what building it was. It doesn't even matter. Doesn't they matter. had the guy pinned yep. up against the wall. <laughs> he's got the phone in the dude's mouth, and he's playing all Joker Heath Ledger on him. <laughs> and he's just like twitching out, and his eye is, his face is going in and out of Ghost Rider face. It's like his eye is pushing into his skull to... It, 
Yeah, it, that was weird. I don't get it. Why does it have to... It's not unnerving. It's just cringe. There's it no is. other word to put it. It was just, like, bad. He wasn't... He wasn't getting to a level that was scary, and he wasn't playing it funny, and he wasn't... The, the score underneath it wasn't enough to to keep it from yep. getting to that level. The score was also disappointing in this movie. It, it reminds me of the meme that's like, the expectations for your project were low, but holy crap, this was on another level. Mm. And respect to the actors and the writers, because they go on to do really good things elsewhere, but what happened with this movie? Yeah, there's no excuse for how this turned out, and it is no uh, shock to me that the rights to the, these characters went right back to to the studios. So here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Before go. we go to scores, okay. I want to say, I want to challenge, I want to challenge all three of us here today, say something good about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Ethan, can you name one good thing? About this film, something something that you enjoyed. So something I enjoy about this movie is uh, it brought the three of us mm. together first. <laughs> we got to watch a movie together. That counts. Uh, does that count? Will you accept that? That's I will accept not that. Movie yes. uh, specific, mm-hmm. but that that will factor. Yeah, that that counts. The best part of. Ghost Rider, Speed of Vengeance is, are, are the friends we made along the way. Is right. that what you're saying? That is I what I'm so. saying. But Mike, I think I know the best part of the movie for yeah, you. Yeah, this movie gave me the greatest gift of all, and it was 10 minutes a of nap. undisturbed sleep. It was a nap. Yes. <laughs> ben, I Holy think the God. ball is in your court. Oh, what did what this I, movie do for you? What am I going to say? You know, I will say. You did that, get an orange. So I, did, I got an orange, and I will say I laughed quite a bit. You got orange slices. Yeah. Much I, like brought, I brought a bag of oranges. I ate two, and then that knocked me right out. Ben, ben got one. came in clutch. I was on my way, trust me, to falling asleep. If this movie was two hours, for sure, I would have fallen asleep. Ethan, I offered you an orange. You did. It's <laughs> in it's in the car. I did not bring it in. I left it in the car. Uh Ben, I, what 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 did you end up saying? Or you did not say anything? I you know, I, I think you posed the question, so you oh, have even to the stunts, I laughed. I the laughed. The stunts were even bad in this movie. I didn't even talk about that. The highway scene where they're just driving for no reason, kids on the bike with Nick Cage, Danny's on and they're just doing wheelies and it, whatever. It, yeah. It, there's no point. I mean, it doesn't even look cool. It doesn't even look cool. <laughs> but I like that. Your reason is you laughed. Mm-hmm. Anything that can give you laughter is, is great. And this movie is... is Howard one, the Duck made me laugh. Right. This movie did not make me laugh like Howard the Duck did. This movie goes from terrible to, oh, is it bad? It's good. And then it crosses that line that yep. very few movies do. It goes... Oh no, it actually is good. Oh no, it actually is bad. Oh no, it's just just bad. Just bad, just bad, just bad. <laughs> no redeeming qualities. No redeeming qualities. The line was crossed. You you start to feel, oh man, when is this over? And when that happens, because I felt like we'd watched it for not even that long. And I already was like, I want this to be over. I'll tell you who was engaged in this movie, though. Jeremy, Jeremy Anderson. So Jeremy, shout out to Jeremy Anderson. He <laughs> He watched the film with us three. 
He he sat down. He was like, "All right, I'll, I'll bring my laptop down. I'll do some work." I kept. I didn't look, see him look at his laptop. I kept looking over at him. Laptop was was down. He was watching the he movie. He was invested. He liked this movie. I think I saw him crying at one point. One Jeremy, were... <laughs> Jeremy, if you're listening to this, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, if you've listened this far, you got to leave a five star. <laughs> leave us five stars, and and also your rating of Ghost Rider. Yeah, leave your rating of Ghost Rider in we, the review. We might make an exception Comment down below. Yes, yeah, for sure. But speaking of ratings, I think now is the time, gentlemen. Uh, Do we have to? <laughs> we we definitely have to because are we gonna have? We, who knows where this movie is going to end up? But I will throw the ball over to Ethan first. I'm gonna I'm gonna softball that thing right. You know to what? You. For the longest time, my lowest rated movie has been Howard Ooh, the Duck. Are we breaking some records I like, today? I think there's no better time to break that record than today even Whoa. daredevil the so, director's cut didn't get on that low the the at the date of this recording a year ago today howard the duck podcast posted boom so i think there's obviously by the time this is uploaded it'll be a week week and a, uh or a year and a week so we we post we record these a week early just for your listeners to know but you know we started this marvel movie marathon over a year ago at this point now how cool is that and Howard the Duck has stayed at the bottom for that whole year. I think it is more than the right time to put Ghost Rider at the bottom. I like putting this, as Micah teased at the beginning, I like giving this a one. Ooh. Let's give Ghost Rider a one today. Oh, man. And I don't need to say why. It right. was not good. I think you It have, was terrible. Yep. If you've listened, you can realize. But is this Ethan's lowest rated film? It sure is. Wow. For Ethan, it goes... Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, Howard the Duck, and then Daredevil, Director's Cut. What, what did I, he, Yeah. Three and a half. Three and a half wow. on Daredevil and two, two for, for Howard, the, Howard Duck. the Duck. Yeah. Wow. And then there's a couple fours after that. Ben, this is... Uh, Howard the Duck was not your lowest rated. What was mine? Hulk, uh, I believe, right? You have Angus two... Hulk. No, uh, you have two that are threes. You have Hulk and you have Elektra. Hulk and Elektra. Okay. I would say that these are both worse than that. Um, I'm going to give this movie a two. Ooh, what's worse so, than Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance? The how, how, lower, how much lower do you go from here? Well, so... Will we have a worse movie than this on the a list? one? Ooh, there is, is like the no, Mutants. But this is a Marvel movie marathon one. Yes. This isn't a, a broader one. True. This is a Marvel movie marathon one, Ben. True, but even even as a film, like I take this as, like I'm not basing my reviews, like my scores are based on how I think the quality of the film goes, just in general, in my, you know, film brain, you mm -hmm. know, I don't take this in relation to it, although I do go back and check, oh, what did I give this, you know, where does this <laughs> fall? I love that we are debating if a two is too high right now. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. That shows then how bad this movie what's was. What's keeping you from a one here? So what's keeping me from a one is that this is still a film that I sat through uh, for hmm. an hour and a half. I, I, think, I think a zero is a movie right, that I don't sit through Answer this, though. Would you have finished this movie if we weren't recording this podcast and if we weren't all together? Uh, probably not. Probably Ooh. not. So do you have to factor that in? Oh, that's a good point. You probably would have gave up. That's a good point. Probably would have gave up if I you didn't gave have up 30 to watch in. this. Exactly. You have to factor that in, Ben. You did watch the entirety of this movie, but it's because there was a greater reason to it. That's a good point. Oh, man. 
So this is my proposal. Okay. Last movie we watched together, we united. We all had the same score. Mm. Can we all collectively? It doesn't have to be a one, but I, I think it'll be fun. I was going to go lower, but I think you're going to go can, lower than one. I think one. I can lay out a one. If we want to go lower, we then go if lower. you if you were going to go lower, because I don't think this was as good as Electra. It would average out. So let's just do yeah a one, a one. I'm I'm good. I'm good to go with a one. I'll go one. I'm gonna go I'm one. gonna change up my thing in, in my personal rating to a, a, a one, and holy catfish, that would put it at a one on the podcast. <laughs> would that be correct Wait, if you average <laughs> if you average that out? The average of us three all giving it one is I'll, one. Ben, I'll give it holy a one. Catfish. I don't think that I'll give works. it a one. <laughs> Oh, one baby. I will say though, I I think we can all agree this is the worst movie that we have seen on Very this list. Bad. As far as IMDb goes, Micah, do you have that in order, or do you just have it in release order? Because I wonder what the worst rated IMDb Marvel film. I can sort that for you. Is oh look at that man. I know it's pretty great. She's beautiful. It's um, beautiful. Captain America, nineteen ninety, the Fantastic Four from nineteen ninety four, Man Thing, two thousand five. Then Ghost Rider, Spirit so, of Vengeance. Okay. So those first three we are not reviewing on the podcast since they were not released theatrically. So Ghost Rider, we are in accordance with IMDb. Just below Fan, Fan, Fan Stick, and then Howard the Duck, mm. and then Elektra, our Listen, next lowest. And then Ghost Rider right after that. Fan Stick might be the we'll worst We'll have to see one. when that I'm comes surprised around. That New one's bad. So We've left high. enough buffer room. We have from zero to one yep. to put movies I like putting Ghost Rider at a one, but something else that came up in the last podcast, you said we have a tie elsewhere in our we rankings. We do have a tie. Yes. Oh, we got to resolve we this. We have to settle what, this what tie. What are the two films? Ooh. Okay. Let me, uh, let me sort this out for us. So our um, score for Spider-Man 3 and X-Men 2. Is both a seventy-five. Ethan, you gave Spider-Man three a six and a half, and X-Men two a seven and a half. Ben, you gave both movies a seven and a half. I gave uh, Spider-Man three an eight and a half, and X-Men two a seven and a half, giving us an average so of seven point five for both. We, so we take just, a vote. We just have to say which of these two movies is better: Spider-Man three or X two. Which movie is better, Ethan? To you? To me? Oh, this is so so I mean, long you gave ago. It we a score that's better. I did. So X two, I you said X two is based better. on my score. Yeah. Then I do think X two is an overall better film than Spider Man mm-hmm. three. Yes, and I said that Spider Man three was a better movie. So Ben, this comes down to you. And you gave both a seven point five. It, it's your fault, Ben. <laughs> that we did. It is my fault. It's it's just because I choose to give it in in rankings of point five, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I don't like doing. The like seven point one. This is why we're falling apart. It could be. Uh, <laughs> I would say X Men Two is the better mm-hmm. of the films. Okay, okay. you okay. know I think Spider Man Three is is good, but I think X Men Two edges it out just a little bit. So then I'm giving you a uh, seven point five one just to edge it out on our scores to put it up on the ranking All right. and make it just that point oh oh three. Different. You know, we, okay. we're going a little short with this one. Can, what if you read the whole order of our list in its entirety? Out, right. of 26 out of 26 films? films, what is our ranking so far? Starting with number 26. Pause right here. 
Let me plug in the score. Oh, you know what? Actually, never mind. I know where it's at. I don't need to do that. It's at the bottom. Okay. So, coming up in 26th place, we have Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance at a one. (laughs) Then we have Electra in 26th place at a 2.6. Howard the Duck at a 4.1. Daredevil at a 4.7. Hulk. That's 2003 Hulk. At a 4.5. Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer at a 4.6. Punisher Warzone at a 4.8. Then we get into the top 20 with Blade Trinity at a 5.1. X-Men First Class at a 5.5. The Punisher at a 5.56. Uh, the Incredible Hulk at a 5.8, Ghost Rider mm. at 6.1. This is our, our, uh, Hearing Up is fresh. Six. Yeah, yes, six. Hearing We've Up is fresh. Six. Fantastic Four at 15th place is a 6.5. X-Men The Last Stand is a 6.6. X-Men Origins Wolverine is a 6.7. Much too high on that list. I, <laughs> Much too high. Iron Man, yeah, you gave that a 5.5. That is the highest, um... Rotten score you've given for uh, for any of the, oh, any of the movies. So yeah. fresh is that where... is the that is the lone green score that I have up there. Uh, what do we have? Eleventh place, Blade at a six point six. X Men. Oh wait, wait, I'm looking at the wrong ones, aren't I? No, oh, wait, yeah, I was looking at the wrong ones for a little bit there. We're good. <laughs> for, just for the last two. Just for the last two. Blade is at a six point nine. For which nice. place is Blade? Uh eleventh place. I was 11. looking at the average for the uh, online scores. Then we round up our top ten as it stands. Top ten goes X Men at a seven point three. Nine is Blade Two at a six point wait wait at a seven point three. Uh X Men two is a seven point five uh for eighth place. Seventh place is Wait, wait, swap those, swap those. I haven't, uh, I haven't fiddled around with it yet. <laughs> so, Spider-Man 3 is a 7.5. X-Men 2 is a 7.5. Oh, 03. Uh, then we have 6th place is Spider-Man at a 7.9. Thor is 5th place at 8.3. Captain America is 4th place at 8.33. Iron Man is 3rd place with an 8.8. Oh, sorry, second place. We'll I'll figure this out. Spider-Man 2, first place I was at like, 8.9. When you said Cap is fourth, I'm like, there's a movie that is yeah, missing. I, I was looking at, so all the way on the left, there's the one, two, three, yes. one, the cell numbers, and then the ranking is the row before so that. Basically, so basically, wherever Micah previously stated, it's minus one. Iron Man 2, Iron, <laughs> Spider-Man 2, Iron Man, Captain America are top, top three. three. Top yes. three, yeah. I'm going to move this column over so I don't see it in the way. And we, I only have you read that here because I don't know another podcast where we'll have the time to do that. No. <laughs> because. Uh, the, we, we might have some later on once we get to New Mutants. We'll have a good recap before. before uh, what, what's right after New Mutants? I mean, oh, it's right after Endgame. So we'll have a nice, yeah. we'll have a nice breather mm-hmm. there. Indeed. Before we get into phase I, four. Yes, I like that we're doing this now because we had to suffer truly while watching this movie to get to one of the most anticipated projects. One of the on this main list, reasons, I'd say for sure. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, that we're the, doing this Marvel movie marathon, Ethan. The movie that solidified this love of this genre for me. 
the Avengers next week. Let's go. The finale of phase one, what this whole Marvel first phase has been culminating to. And I mean, maybe this this whole Marvel movie marathon has been culminating to goodness. We're hitting a movie that is truly a milestone, not only for this marathon, but for superhero movies as a whole. This is the team up movie. The Avengers. A lot of people forget that, you know, like movies like this had not been done ever before in the history of film. And for it to succeed as well as it did, we're going to talk about it next week, but for it to succeed as well as it did is a testament to how excellent the film is. And I, I think I speak for all of us here. I cannot wait to sit down, sit my butt on the couch and watch the first Avengers. It's been a long, long time. It As the Henry James song dictates, it's been a long, long time. And I'm so, so very excited. So stay tuned for that podcast. It's something we all are very much looking forward to. And I don't want to say it now. It's been a while since I've seen it. But this week we had a contender for the worst film of the list. Mm. Next week we may or may not have a contender for the best movie in the Marvel movie marathon. But we're going to see. Even Hollywood Reporter put this in the top spot. Number one. This number is, one. Oh, this wow. is number one we'll in have Hollywood to see. Reporter. But the internet gives this a 13th place. Okay. okay. All right. Still not bad. Not bad. We'll see. We're going to see where it ranks in the multiverse monologues ranking of the Marvel The movie only America. one that matters. The, the only, only one that matters. Indeed, yes. Micah. But we thank you for sticking with us for the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. If for you the, did. Yeah. Exactly. Thank and you uh, for one year of podcasts. 100%. We've been this for a year. Here's to a thousand more. If you've been following us since Howard the Duck, like that is, that is, <laughs> yeah, message us, message us if you've actually watched every movie because I know a few of the people in my life who started this journey with us and quickly stopped going on this journey with us. So if, even, even if you've listened to all the marathons, thank you. We, we really appreciate it. The one year anniversary of the marathon. And I, I don't, I can't say that I blame you very much for getting off of the marathon if you started because it's rough. Know, it's rough. <laughs> very rough. But we are entering, I would say, now that Ghost Rider's out of the way, a, a peak territory. Peak territory. So, yeah, stay tuned and look forward <laughs> to that. But for all of today's purposes said and done, this is Ben Rayside. This is Ethan Wetzloff. This is Micah Hett. Signing off, we all hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Fantastic.